0: Welcome to the Playing Injured Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Dillingham, and me and my co-host Mason Eddy will be diving past the surface level stories that are filled with adversity and hardship to unfold real life lessons and overcome life's biggest challenges. We believe that facing struggles and pain is out of our control, but how we endure and overcome is something that is. You're listening to Playing Injured. Episode one of Playing Injured, and I am sitting here with Mr. Play Injured himself. Mason, uh, I think it would only be right to start off this series with hearing about how you came with the thought of playing injured and bringing that to real life. Um, Me being an athlete, I already knew exactly what you were talking about, Sure, Um, but I don't think it's Super obvious for the regular person to understand when you put, you know, hashtag playing injured on a on a LinkedIn post, yeah, uh, or on Instagram. So, yeah. um, can you kind of highlight that and and tell the mindset behind that?
1: Yeah, for sure, Josh. I think you know, one, I'm pumped about this because um, we're going to transcend athletics. So, I think when people hear playing injured, they're gonna they're gonna naturally lean towards the athletic side of life, which. Yeah. Um, I think foundationally that's where you and I connected is on that athlete side. You know, you playing basketball and you playing soccer. Mm -hmm. Um, but the root of it was, um, in the arena of athletics, um, you know, kind of as an athlete, when you make mistakes or when you get hurt or you get injured, uh, that gets kind of documented. That's you're in front of crowds, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, um, sometimes it's written in the record books. Mm -hmm. And it's just a little bit more amplified, uh, as a, as an athlete, uh, when you're playing injured in the corporate world or in the business world, it's typically a little bit more behind the scenes in most cases, and you're just kind of navigating life. And, and for those that were athletes or have gone through, um, some kind of challenges prior to getting into the business world or the corporate world, um, they uh, they're gonna as they get into kind of their career path, a lot of that uh, kind of playing injured just becomes almost like a, a your own journey, and you're on it. You kind of feel like you're kind of on an island going through stuff. And I know for me, where it all stemmed from is, you know, I came in. My background was soccer, mm-hmm. and I played Division Three soccer. Um, And sat the bench for two years as a D3 athlete and then ended up um, playing through college and kind of getting to a fairly high level. Um, And we had some great success, captained the team. Um, But I had that team to support me. So the whole goal of this podcast and and kind of my original thought and then as you and I collaborated more was to give people a platform uh, where they can hear the struggles and the victories that people are or have gone through, uh, and then how that has transformed into what they're currently going through, because ultimately, you and I know we wake up every day and in some way we're playing injured, whether it's our emotions. Um, whether it's physical, um, whether it's just frustration because we haven't gotten to where we want to be. And I've just realized the game of life is kind of (laughs) we're all where we're not. Most of us that are growth minded and that want to do more are not where we want to be. So I just empathize with that. And I think this is a great arena where we can just really discuss that.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Totally. And I even discussed with you, I said, this is going to be a a movement, uh, more of a lifestyle uh, instead of just a saying. Um And so, and I guess you can take me back uh to your soccer career. Yeah. um Playing injured and then having a support system um, to kind of get you through that. Can you talk about how important you feel that is um, for even somebody who's, you know, going through the journey alone that doesn't really have a support system, how important a team is or their association is?
1: Yeah. And I think as an athlete, you know, it's kind of it's kind of interesting because we're kind of gifted um, with that team that's kind of there with the expectation that you're going to fight through it, you know, and if you want to grow, what I love about athletics and, and playing soccer, I had to earn the captain's spot, at least the way our team was set up. You didn't just become a captain. You know how you became a captain? You played injured. Yeah. You know, you, I sat at the bench for two years and the, I believe the reason, you know, people kind of grow into a leadership role in the athletic arena is because when they're when they're they're practicing as hard as they're they're playing the games and they're trying to really fight for that and and I think in life you have two options you can either get yourself in a circumstance and just kind of fall back and and say wait for the world to kind of fix your problems or you just fight through it um and then when it comes to just that association um or that environment I think Um, it is just extremely important, uh, in the athletic space, you, you kind of, you have that empathy. You have those people that are kind of looking out for you. Um, you have personal trainers if it's a physical injury. Um, but I think really when it comes down to it, all physical injuries or, um, you know, Those types of things come down to a a mental victory is what's going to get you through that. And so that mental game becomes the the most. And for me, I had a coach who wasn't the best technical coach, but he was phenomenal, more of a mentor, which transcended coaching. And he kind of mentally helped me win the game.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think that's where it really comes down to. I mean, I had a physical injury. I split my head open, uh, and you know, played played a game with uh, you know ten stitches in my head, got wrapped up, and and kind of went back out and played the rest of the season. You know, a couple games in a row with that. But for me, it wasn't about the physical injury as much as it was about the mental over the mental victory and overcoming. And, um, and that's kind of the challenge every day we wake up and we're just like, man, we're battling this mental. I don't wake up happy. I don't know if you do, but yeah. I usually wake up. Like I just rather be sleeping sometimes, yeah. you know? And, um, if you wake up happy and you're listening to this, like God bless you. Cause yeah.
0: teach me your ways. You know? I'm just not quite there yet. I-, I love that mindset because athletes, we do play injured Yeah. and, People in real life, they play injured yeah. all the time and they don't even notice it. Yeah. Um, and I guess having that mindset of being able to split your head open. Yeah. Stitches. How many stitches did you have in your head? Ten. Ten. Yeah. Having ten stitches. Yeah. And I know as an athlete, you didn't even think twice about not playing. Mm-hmm. How can you carry that mindset to you know, in the corporate arena, you mm-hmm. know, in, in a, you know, entrepreneurial arena in mm-hmm. whatever arena or endeavors that somebody's doing. How does somebody not think twice about letting that setback hold them back from moving forward?
1: Yeah. And I think it, it's a great question, Josh, because ultimately for me, it's always been about leadership. And the root of my life is leadership, and uh, I didn't know it at that time. Is I couldn't articulate it like I can today because you look back and you realize that. But leadership is example, and what my dad did, you know, he played uh, Division One football. He played for Auburn uh, football, the real, the real football yeah. for some in America. I call <laughs> the real football soccer, but yeah. we'll argue that later. Um, but they, he played Division One. One thing he said I'll never forget. He said, "Mason, you will." pass out before you'll die. Mm. And he said, and he kind of just instilled this. Now I think there's, there's some argument to this, but he said, Hey, if you, I don't want you coming off the field unless you've broken something. Mm. And it was kind of this, like just play through it. And it wasn't just that, but he played injured our whole life. You know, my mom went through some mental health challenges and they had businesses that went down and they had debt and they had challenges. And I just saw my dad just keep going and going and going and so for me, it's the example that I'm setting. So if I'm a, if I'm on a team, whether I'm the captain or not, I'm. I, leadership is example, mm-hmm. and and example leads to influence. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to be that example yeah. to set for other people. And what did I want people to essentially duplicate or do? And and I can't tell people to do something I haven't done myself. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't that I was like that tough guy as much as it was, I just wanted to be the example. So I was willing to overcome and not complain and just figure out a way to keep playing. Right.
0: How do you think that influenced your team when Mm. you did play? Do you feel like your team rallied behind you and they played harder because they saw you going through that and they wanted to take it up another level? Do you feel like that influence of being able to take something- and go through it and not think twice about it. Do you think that affected them in a in a positive light?
1: Yeah. And I think it was because, but I also want you to realize that was passed down to me. Wow. And I was inspired by somebody that had done something similar. You know, we had, I had multiple guys when I was my freshman, sophomore year who were playing with, you know, broken Things broken hands, you know. In soccer, you can play with a broken arm, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, they were playing with different mental, emotional, physical challenges. I saw my dad play injured, so it was passed down to me. I got inspired by that, and so there, I would assume others were inspired by that. And uh, I think in the world of business or leadership, or just like your even your family life, like as an example, um, it's not about hiding pain. Mm-hmm. It's not about suppressing issues. It's about living in victory through that. It's about knowing that this is just a, a, you know, I always have heard you're either, you know, going into a storm, you're in a storm or you're coming out of a storm in life. It's all three of those. And and so um, it's learning how to just kind of persevere, knowing that people are watching and people watch you more than you think. Mm-hmm. And they listen to you way less than you think.
0: Talk about that. Talk about that, where you say people... Watch you more than you think, mm-hmm. and they listen to you less than you think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Talk about that as a you know being a leader mm-hmm. in in playing injury. The way I see it is that pretty much they watch what you do, they're watching the action
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not necessarily the words you speak. I feel like the words go through one ear and not the other.
1: And here we are on a podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> here we are on a podcast trying to trying to explain with our words yeah. what really is like, you know, what one of you know one of the things that I've thought about in, in leadership is if I were to put duct tape over my mouth and just do do the right thing, would people follow me? You know, and um would people be inspired by that? Versus this, this talk. And I think we're in a world of a lot of talk, ability to talk and communicate and Mm -hmm. share information. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people can do that, but then it's, it's, it's just a different game when you're, you're backing it up with action. So I think, um, transferring, transferring words into actions and then actions back into words, um, has to be a continual fight to talk less, do more, um, to, to really think less and do more. I mean, as we've been getting set up to, to run this podcast, I mean, mm-hmm. we've been, we're playing injured right now. Like <laughs> exactly. people listening, hopefully can't tell, but if you're somebody who knows podcasts and listen to a lot, you know, this isn't perfect. <laughs> and, um, but my reality is let's, let's just plan, fail and adjust. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the game of life is just plan, do it, plan. Don't over plan. Don't you know, paralysis of analysis it, but plan, go do something, fail at it, adjust and keep growing. And, you know, 40 episodes from now, this is going to be totally different. Yeah, And we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just a kind of, kind of that playing injured mindset, I think.
0: Yeah. I have a, a case of overthinking a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I was doing this by myself, it would have took me years because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to, you know, perfect. I need, perfect music. I need a perfect intro. I need a perfect mic. I need everything to be perfect. Okay, now I'm ready. But like you said, plan, fail, and adjust. And, you know, being able to do something when a lot of people, you know, like you said, are watching, are listening. Yeah. Can we be an example to keep going? And even playing injured, we're not doing anything perfect and we don't want to, we just want to do and inspire the doers, you know? People who are playing Angel.
1: Yeah, and that's it. And, and think about us. Like, when did we record this this talk? We already recorded yeah. once, right? Yeah. We, we did, did it over what? what Skype. Did we Skype. did it
0: with Skype and a screen recorder. And, um, you know, we just, we played Super Angel before. <laughs> it was bad, right? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but from there, we, now we changed it all up. Yeah. And we thought about it even better. And we even, you know. You know, talk to more people, more branding experts, and we even you know raised our standard a little bit more based off of recording that episode. You know, maybe a month or two ago. Yeah. Um, you know, a good thing I think about playing injured is that it is a lifestyle, mm-hmm. and that's what I want people to understand is that it is a lifestyle. It's not just for athletes. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. and we play injured every single day in yeah. some way. Yep. You're tired. Frustrated? Can you talk about how you're playing injured today? Currently, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, just turned the corner on thirty. I'm thirty-two now, mm. and um, you know, life has been a huge blessing. Uh, I've got an amazing wife, mm. um, and we're on we're on you know we're on the same tra- trajectory. Uh, but I, uh, you know, I-, I started after coming out of my collegiate career. I got into corporate America and immediately knew that long-term I couldn't, it wasn't in my DNA to work for somebody. Here we are almost a decade, decade later. And guess what I'm doing? Still working for somebody. (laughs) And uh, recently I got laid off um, Mm -hmm. back in, back in June. And um, you know, I think that was a, that was kind of a sobering moment of my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And nobody expects to get laid off and the company I was working for is a great company. And, um, it wasn't, it was, you know, it could have been performance related, but you don't get laid off. You get fired for that. Yeah. You get laid off cause something changed or whatever. And, uh, here I am, I took four months off this past summer and everything in my bones and my soul didn't want to go back to a job. I never, you know, it's like, it's like t- putting your hand on the oven and burning your hand and mm-hmm. then like go back and do it again. <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah. Right? You know, I'm grateful for jobs, but that's just not what I wanted. And, um, I'm working again. And, but I just believe that there's a reason. There's a reason I'm here right now. And, you know, we have, I can't complain. We got multiple companies that are growing outside of that. Um, my wife is going to step out of, you know, corporate America this year. Um, so that's amazing. That's the blessing. But, you know, selfishly, the flesh of me just wants to be done working because I just don't want to work for somebody anymore. Um, but there's so many good things. And, and here's what I'm thinking is there's going to come a point where I'm going to have a comp- This is how I perceive this. Mm-hmm. There's going to come a point. Where I'm going to have a conversation with somebody that I'm mentoring and they're going to be in a career for 10 years and they're Mm -hmm. going to be like, and I'm going to be like, dude, I was there, you know, I've been through it. So I'm always thinking about, again, that example. And um, I think that's a big piece. And then, you know, navigating, navigating those, those pieces of life. And I think it's, I said this earlier, but it is a game in life of not being where you want to be. Yeah. It's a hard truth. But we're just we just are never going to really be exactly where we want to be. But we can always look back and see where we've come from and see the progress that we made and be grateful for that and be like, wow, I have made some progress, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, it's not about perfection. It's about that continued just progress. And you got to kind of have that that mindset, even when I do stop working professionally, Mm -hmm. I still know I'm not going to feel like I'm where I want to be.
0: And I mean, I'm 23 Mm -hmm. and a lot of kids, you know, young professionals my age, they aren't where they want to be. How do you take that step back and look and just say, hey, you know, I've came a long way still. I'm better than I was a year ago. Or, you know, I can look back and say, hey, like the progressions that I've made are worthwhile. You know, let's keep this going. Let's keep growing. Let's just keep um going down this journey it, instead of you know looking at the surroundings around you and saying like oh I'm not you know where I want to be
1: great question i mean think about comes back for me for athletics you had a coach they taught, they showed you your progress they talked about your progress as an athlete now they talked about the things you needed to fix but they also gave you that progress for me it was it's been about finding a coach and a mentor you know somebody that could kind kind of see um, I always say they believed in me before I believed in myself. And I sp- have spent a lot of my, the last five, 10 years, believing in them more than I believed in myself, mm. but knowing they could take me to where I wanted to go. So they believed in me more than I believed in myself. And I believed in them in order to get me to where I wanted to go. And so for me, that, that is a big piece. And that's why as a mentor and a coaching relationship, I've developed that and I've been intentional about seeking that in my professional career, in my, in my entrepreneurial journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do I think I could probably have figured a lot of it out on my own? Yeah, probably. It mm-hmm. would have taken me a lot longer. I probably would have been a lot more depressed. I probably would have been emotionally up and down. But now we just had a conversation with my mentor last night and he reminded me <laughs> of how far I've come. Wow.
0: So that's a big piece. Yeah. I think that's a huge piece that you need to be reminded. Yes, from somebody else who can see you.
1: Yeah, Amen. And if you don't have that, because um, our our minds just kind of always talk about we're critical. We're the most critical of ourselves, right? Yeah, we're the we're the most. We talk to ourselves. Think about what you told yourself this morning as you were getting out of bed, and that's you know that's what's happening. I'm tired. I don't feel good. Mm. Whatever. You self-talk your way into all this criticism. Mm. You know, you're the loudest voice you'll ever hear. And so you need that outside voice to give you some of that perspective. And I think uh, that's what a coach and mentor. And to be honest, my bride, my wife has done a lot of that for me too. She, she kind of uh, calls out, you know, some of the progress that we've made and appreciation and, and then can we give that back You know, can we give that back to the world and can we spend a lot of our energy recognizing growth of other people that are in our sphere of influence? You know, even if you're not their coach or their mentor, can you just can you just give that back? Because that goes way further than a a dollar bill or a card or, you know, some physical gift, material gift that words of, hey, man, I've seen you grow or I've seen, you know, I've seen you develop in this way. Very specific. Um, That gives people hope. You
0: know, for sure. So, as you played, injury and you continue to do so, uh, and I guess ending this 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 episode, mm-hmm. what is your mission now in the near future? You know, we're at the end of twenty nineteen, going yeah. into twenty twenty. You know, what would you say your main mission is? You know, this mm-hmm. year and and moving forward. Yeah. You know, I think for for us, Josh, and we've talked about this a
1: little bit more offline too, is um, it's all about impact. And I think impact is vulnerable. Um, It's being vulnerable. It's walking into the space of struggle and frustration. It's moving beyond just being aware of somebody and getting in depth. Like Josh, you come from a different culture than me. You were raised differently than me. Mm -hmm. I'm aware that you and I look different, but that had... I've gotten to know you because we've we've intentionally developed depth in relationship. Yeah. And there's so much with in relationship. My my vision is to yes, spread that with in our network and leadership and impact, but then there I want to be very intentional about going deep with some people. Mm-hmm. And um because that's where you can really find out um beyond awareness and and make a greater impact. So that's a piece. The other thing is that comes back to leadership development.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um I just have a heart for people. Um, and I think a lot of people do, but I think we just can really, um, start to, you know, 2020, I love 2020 cause it's the year of vision, right? Yeah. 2020 vision, 2020 right? Vision. Everybody's talking about vision yeah. right now. And, it, and what's the vision for 2020 and it's just so applicable. And I feel like, you know, maybe God designed this year that way and who knows like what's going to come of it. But I think it's just a year of, of that. We're going to go above and beyond. I mean, the reason we're starting this podcast in 20, you know, in 2020, in my opinion, and kind of what we discussed is because we want to stretch ourselves. And the yeah. only way we're going to grow is to do something we've never done before. Yeah. And so helping people understand that they are capable and that you can move beyond. And the vision, I think that we talked about with this podcast is we don't want it to just be um, we don't, it's going to, st- it's got to start somewhere foundationally. We only can start from where we came from and for you and I it was athletics and then moving into the professional realm and, you know, yeah. business and stuff. Um, but we got to be able to take some of that and spread that out to a larger circle for sure. Otherwise you get so pigeonholed and you get so narrow focused in life. Um, So we just are trying to expand our horizon and and be open minded, which means you and I both have to be really intentional about finding people that look differently than us, come from different backgrounds than Uh us. You know, um, everything's different so that we can expand that horizon. Yeah. And
0: like you said, we want to focus on the width. Yeah. And the depth, you know, and really getting to know, you know, a multitude of people. Yeah. But also to getting in deep and diving in and, and really getting to understand them. And then from there. Um, really creating some impact, um, that can, that can go a long way. Um, so w- where can people find you, uh, yeah. on social media, uh, to follow this vision, 2020 vision, um, this mission that you have going on? Where, where can they, they find you and, and follow that?
1: Yeah. So my main platform right now is LinkedIn. Um, so that's kind of my main go-to. So you can find me on, on LinkedIn and, uh, Mason Eddie, um, EDDY. And I, you know, I think from, from my perspective, uh, I'm a man of, of follow through and, and try to do my best to, uh, you know, people's comments on the podcast, appreciate, um, you know, any, any feedback all about that, Mm -hmm. you know, any thoughts we can do differently, we can do better for sure. Um, so whether that's via LinkedIn or, or you putting in, you know, you can comment on this podcast, um, that'd be great. And appreciated because the goal of this is to not um, hide um, or try to um, exaggerate success, and that we've done so many great things. It's about trying to just bring ourselves to the level of where where or I've been most of my life is. Hey, am I good enough? Am I capable? Mm-hmm. Do I have what it takes? Mm-hmm. And we want to work. We want to learn from that. So we want to be the example of that, even in this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know. So so anyway. So find me on LinkedIn uh and then dude we got to hear your story so i think the next episode will be you yeah
0: for sure and we'll uh, we'll do a little bit of that thanks for listening to the show our brand design and strategy is by tessa at fivefootstudio.com you can also find her on instagram at fivefootstudio go ahead and subscribe so that you never miss an episode and please give us feedback we want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts. And most importantly, keep playing in you.